All right, y'all, welcome back here. Welcome back to another episode of the Easy Money Sports Podcast. Of course, me, myself, always Sanders here. Got my boy Dupree here with me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, Ski. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? We apologize for the delay, but hey, hey, we here. We here. We here, man. How you how you living, bro? I'm good, man. I'm good. Got through uh part of the delay. Started up camp. So we went through camp basically all of August and now we're into week three of the season. So um it's been good, man. It's been good. Start off the season strong so far, two and oh. Starting up two and oh right now. So got a tough game on on uh on Saturday. But I've been good, man. My folks are good. I've been living good. Just going through the grind, man. Going through the grind of the seasons. Nothing, nothing too crazy. How about yourself, man? Man, you know, I'm I'm, I'm doing all right, bro. Hanging in there, yeah. man. Little, you know, little situation with the family and everything, but yeah, yeah, man, yeah. You know, all, all is all is well, man. All is gonna be well. So, uh, yeah, that's 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 pretty much how I am with that, man. So I just I, I just been. Just sitting here chilling, man, watching ball, you know what I'm saying? Can't can't help it. Watching ball, man, watching ball, talking ball, you know what I'm saying? And catching up on, you know, some of these uh some of these sport documentaries, man. Yeah, uh, from time to time, you know what I'm saying? Set up there. I watched uh wasn't too fond of it, but I watched Swamp King, Swamp Kings, you know, it was it was yeah. decent. they no, they for sure good. they they for sure left a lot out. Um, oh man, I, oh. I left a lot out, you know. Yeah, uh, man, out. it was good though. It was good. The the, the Johnny Manziel one, the Johnny Manziel one was crazy. So I haven't watched that one yet. Yo, I haven't watched that one. Yet. It's good. What what uh what uh, <laughs> what my boy say? What Keith Lee say? What Keith Lee say? Man, for sure you're right on. <laughs> hey, hey, bro. No, I haven't watched that one yet. I, I've been tempted to man. So I watch I watched the. The Swamp Kings one, like you said, I, I mean, same here. Begrudgingly watched it, um, but it was good. It was good. Um, I do think they left some stuff out. There's definitely some stuff they could have they could have put in there. But um, I mean, those years are remarkable. I mean, they they were tough. I mean, yeah, for sure. those Florida teams, those Florida teams were were tough to beat. Um, but I've, I've watched that one. I have not seen the Johnny Manziel one. Um, that's just like the – I know this one is older. Like, I haven't seen the Matt Tateo one either. I haven't watched that one either. I, yeah, I hadn't I hadn't seen that one, man. The, the, I think that one another is one, just, I don't think uh, I just cared to see it. Yeah, not really. And I know, like, another one I saw uh, was one back on uh, with, uh, with Balco and all the whole – Steroid situation and everything oh, like that, man. Yeah, that I was didn't watch that one either. That one was that one was interesting to say the least, bro. It was interesting. It caught my eye, bro. I was like, that's it. It was crazy, you know what I'm saying? It was oh, crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, man. It's 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 um it's it's a lot of good watches out there, man, for sure, and everything like that. So, um, yeah, it's 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 all it's all good, man. But like I say, I've been watching ball too, bro. You know. And I'm when I say watching ball, I was some week zero. <laughs> yeah. Week oh, zero yeah. I was watching ball. You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? As much as much as I could, man. I couldn't, you know, couldn't wait for college football to start up. Yeah. We didn't got through the first week of the NFL. And uh man, it was 
It was a strange week. It was a strange week this past week in the NFL, man. I mean, uh, no doubt, no doubt. You know, a couple of things did what they were supposed to do. You know, like you know, Baltimore took care of Houston. You know, Jacksonville. You know, albeit it was a, a little struggle, but I mean, divisional opponent got took care of. You know, um, took care of Indianapolis. Uh, but I mean, then we, you know, we started with a bang that Thursday night, bro. Detroit going into Kansas City and, and, and coming out with that, with they dub, with they twenty one to twenty dub. Uh, Tampa Bay with the upset win over Minnesota. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think nobody saw that one coming. Uh, the Rams, the really dominating Seattle. I don't think nobody saw that yeah. one coming either. It was a. Um, I mean, it, it was it was a lot of good football going on week week one, um, and then of course also another thing too, man, is we know as you go into it in the league, man, whether it be NFL or college, um, injuries are you know pretty much inevitable, man. It's, it's gonna happen, but it just sucks when it's uh, big names going down with injuries, man. And I mean, I mean, you got your nagging ones like you know. Right now, Cooper Cup is on IR, dealing with that hamstring that he's dealing with. Aaron Jones is a questionable to play coming up against Atlanta because he got a hamstring injury. It seems like man, everybody seems like everybody was pulling hamstrings, you know what I'm saying, week one. And then obviously, to me, if you can think of some more injuries, man, the two biggest injuries, um, both happened to the same parts of the body, just the two different players, man. J.K. Dobbins once again uh gets hurt. Ruptured Achilles, um, and then on Monday Night Football primetime, where everybody is watching, you know, probably the most anticipated Week One start that everybody was looking, waiting for, with Aaron Rodgers and four snaps. That's it, four snaps, and you know you can even see it on the replay. You can you can see it on the replay, and it was just like you knew it wasn't good. So you know he also dealing with a, a, a an Achilles injury as well. So. We know for a fact that both those guys are done for the season, man. Um, you know, I think the obvious is, you know, I won't ask what was the biggest injury because clearly we know, like, it's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Just, beca- just because of the way that where you might have ranked New York with him and the, their chances yeah. of, you know, making the playoffs, winning the division, uh, Super Bowl contention, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was – in a way, it was it was up there amongst those other teams in the AFC, and now, obviously, with no Aaron Rodgers there now for the for foreseeable season, um, you know that's 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 tough. Um, but you know, like I said, I know injuries is is, is part of the game. There's nothing you can really you know do about it, man. But how like I mean, just on a scale of <laughs> it sucks and it's effed up. <laughs> what like yeah. what's the scale on it to where you just like man, you just hate that you know guys are getting hurt like that, especially you know a guy like Rogers who you know I think he's what thirty eight, thirty nine, thirty nine yeah. coming up on he'll be forty in December. You know J.K. Dobbins who who's been dealing with injury after injury after injury. It seems like man. I, I, as a you know you man you being a coach right now and a you know and a former athlete bro you know I say you still an athlete you just coaching but <laughs> you know what I'm saying but you I mean you you know bro yeah. part of that grind of just going through and you know whether you dealt with injuries or if you seen you know other guys mm-hmm. like on the squad man dealing with injuries man how tough is it especially when you got guys like J.K. Dobbins and and Aaron Rodgers to where 
an injury happens like that and it's either they're on the tail end of their career or it just seems like every time they step on the field, they're getting hurt. Yeah, it's it's tough, man. Um, the the toughest one for me, I was like you said, the biggest the biggest one was Aaron Rodgers by far. The toughest one for me was J.K. Dobbins. I have people that have been watching the show. They know I'm not a fan of Ohio State. Any just in general, I'm just not. Um, but J.K. Dobbins going to Baltimore. And being there when he was playing, especially that rookie year, like he was doing his thing. And I was excited to see him in this offense with Lamar Jackson, especially when he was playing. He was playing well. He gets hurt the first time. Like, okay. And then, you know, he's back this year and, you know, same thing happens again. Like, I I don't, he hasn't played a full year yet. (laughs) I don't know if he's played eight games to be like in the season. I don't know if he's played eight games. It's, it's, it, it was tough to hear that he got hurt again, um, especially now with the Achilles. And it just in general, it's, it's, it's tough. It's tough to see injuries. I think as a player, I think as a player it was tough. Now as a coach, I think it's tougher. I think it's tougher to see. It's one thing to see your teammates go down. I think it's another to see one of your guys go down. Um, I had uh, earlier in camp had a receiver go down. I mean, we was just pat and go, and he goes up and comes down, and I mean, he just his knee just gives out, dislocated. Um, and it's tough to see the emotion because you feel for him, like you feel for you know you feel for him. Obviously, you see you know the concerned look on the teammates, you know the teammates' faces and everything. So it's tough to see it as a as a coach too. Um, you hate it, but it it goes back to like telling those guys, man. Like you just never know, and we say it all the time. Like you say it all the time. You never know one play away from an injury or this or that, whatever you know, whatever it might be. And we, you know, yeah, coach, you know, yeah, we know, you know, you right, in one or the other, that type of deal. And when you see it, and it's right there in front of you, it's like, man, like. For real, like you just never, I mean, he literally just went up and came down and it just gave out. So it's it's tough to see. It's tough to see. J.K. Dobbins, I think, is a good football player. I think he was going to be a, a very good football player for, for Baltimore. I don't know how many, like, especially with him, like, I don't know how many more times he can get hurt and keep trying to come back before it's like, all right, man, like I might have to, I'm about to hang it up. And it's also tough because I'm a guy that didn't deal with the worst injury I dealt with was a, a high ankle sprain. Like that's the worst thing I've had to deal with. I've had some shoulders or whatever, but nothing diagnosed. I'm trying to be tough and then then go get it checked. But yeah, yeah. like that's the worst thing I've dealt with. So when people have torn ACL or meniscus or broke this or that, like I just don't know personally what it's like to go through that. Um, but I empathize with the guys who who go, who go through it. So um, it's tough, man. It's tough because you just want to see – you want to see the guys go out there. This is what they've been working for. College or pro is what they've been working for their whole life. And to see it in, especially week one, <laughs> like, you know, yeah. to see it in week one before you can even get started for real, it's, it's tough to – it's tough to see. So hopefully, hopefully – 
JK has a speedy recovery. Aaron Rodgers, I, I saw something I heard earlier today that he's saying he's going to come back. Like he doesn't plan on retiring. Like he's he's planning to come back and and get right for next season. So or whenever you know, whenever it, is. it might not be at the beginning of the season next year, but just hope for a speedy recovery and they can come back and be their old selves as much as that as they can. Yeah, I agree with you, man. I, J.K. Dobbins was really tough just because. Not even just for him and himself, but that that position alone. I mean, that position got a lot of talk about over the you know over the summer about pretty much like its state and and where it is and you know how they are valued now because you know you had you know big name running backs Saquon Barkley, Josh uh, Josh Jacobs, you know that were sitting out wanting to get contracts, but you know the owners and GMs not really willing to pay them what they were, you know, probably essentially worth to their team uh, just because of, you know, as they want to put it, you know, the shelf life of a running back or anything like that, just because of how much they go through. And it's kind of making them like a, almost like a forgotten, you know, position, man. I mean, think, I mean, think about it, bro. 20, 20 years ago, you, you know, you, you had a running back. The running back position was like, He's there. He's getting at minimum twenty carries a game. You know what I'm saying, and everything like that. And you know, guys are rushing for you know, I mean, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen hundred was almost kind of like normal. You know, what I'm saying for the most part to a certain extent, man. And now it's just kind of like you you have everything now again. You have a couple of those that 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 do that, but you know. I don't know. It's kind of almost like an anomaly, man, because it's just kind of like you got they can you you got the examples of to where all right, there's you know Christian McCaffrey, there's Derrick Henry, there's Nick Chubb, there's Saquon, Josh Jacobs. It's like yeah, man, pay them folks. You know what I'm saying? Pay that position. And then you got okay, well, J.K. Dobbins is saying well, I I want to get paid this, but it's like all right, man, twenty twenty eighteen you had this injury, twenty nineteen you had you know. Oh, you know, 2021, you had this one. And it's like, I, I don't – and I guess you can't really get too – fault the owner for that, you know, but it's like, yeah. okay, man, I mean, I, I, I do kind of want to be able to pay you, but at the same time, I'm like, how can I pay – I don't want to pay you. And then I'm like, all right, week one, you didn't you interrupt your Achilles. And it's just like, what do we do with that money that we didn't spent now compared to where it's just like, all right, well, I know – there's gonna be a plethora of running backs I can, that's gonna come in. That's a third, fourth, fifth round draft pick. Okay, I don't have to pay them that much money. How hard they'll work, we'll keep them on this rookie deal. You know, if they want to get paid, then we'll see. If not, I'll come back and draft another one. Yeah. You know, two, three years from now, or something like that. So it's it's kind of for for him, it's kind of tough all around because that's where you see where the owners can use that. You know what I'm saying? To their advantage to be like, well, I mean, you see what happens when we a guy wants to get paid but can't stay on the field. So yeah, that was pretty tough for him, man, for sure. Um, but you know, like injuries and all this stuff has been happening, man, a lot. And like I said, it's normal. Well, I don't say it's normal, but it kinda is to a certain extent. But in particular to talk about with Aaron Rodgers, as we make this segue here, in particular, 
where he was hurt. I don't know what's going on at MetLife Stadium, but it seems like every year someone is suffering some type of lower body injury there, man. I mean, like, I remember, I think that was, I want to say that might have been 2020. I think it was the year after the 49ers went to the Super Bowl. They played the Jets, and I, Nick Bosa tore ACL. Raheem Mostert tore ACL. I'm like, yeah. dude, dude, some shredding. Team, they, yeah, team, got hurt right yeah. there. That game, man, it's just like, in a lot of, in, in most cases, a lot of these guys are getting hurt on these fields where you have that turf or that artificial turf or whatever. And that's another hot subject that's going on right now is to whether teams should kind of go back to – and granted, the Astro turf is even worse <laughs> for sure. And no then you got, that auto, and you got the artificial turf, so it's just kind of like – it seems like most of the injuries are happening there on turf fields. And, you know, it's, it's tough because I, I looked up and I researched, man – it's it's pretty much split fifty fifty. Like half the stadiums have turf fields, and there's other half that has you know they got the they got the natural grass. It seems like most players are preferring that the league should go to natural grass, just league wide, and go from there. Where do you where where are your stands on that, bro? Are you do you feel like it should be we should just do turf? Or grass, or you know, it's just kind of like whatever you choose it to be. Well, growing up playing on grass, like I was fortunate enough to play on good grass in high school, uh, for the most part, Lily. But when I remember in high school playing on good grass, I would say grass. I, I think that the big thing. Why a lot of players, the NFL, PA, they came out with another thing of like, we need to move to grass all the stadiums, like you mentioned. It's because the grass gives. Grass gives. So if you're making the cut, if you're making the cut and you slip, you know, sometimes on turf that, sometimes that turf, that turf doesn't give when you're sticking, when you're making your cuts and things, that turf really doesn't give. So that can cause some of the stuff with your knees, ankles, and things. Well, that grass is going to give. The grass has some give to it, so you might not have so much of the knees and ankles because of that give. Um, on the flip side of it, sometimes your cleat can get stuck in the grass. Mm-hmm. So that might be where it's like, okay, you wanna you wanna stick with the turf because your your cleat's not really getting stuck in the turf. Also, it's more cost effective to just have 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 turf because you're able to host more of these events and it's easier maintenance and things like that. To me, I would say grass. I think grass is the way to go. I think it's safer. I like the way we did it at MT, MTSU plays. We play on turf. The stadium is turf, but we practice on the grass. And I think that, and I don't know, I think NFL teams, I will I don't want to you know, speak out of turn. I don't know what in, most NFL teams do. Like I don't know if you like if teams have turf in their stadium. I don't know if they practice on turf or grass. I would imagine that most like the Falcons, they practice outside. Flyer Brands is grass. But Mercedes Benz is turf. So I think that if you practice on grass and then play on turf, I think that's fine because it saves your knees. All right, practicing on that turf 
can I mean it beats up your knees and your legs and stuff just banging on that on that turf and that 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 material that surface that hard surface um but my vote would be grass my my for a long-winded <laughs> explanation my my answer would be grass I just think that grass is 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 better I think it's safer um and there's nothing like playing on a a good a good grass field to me there's nothing like it that just brings back just that old the old PV football, like I don't know, like the smell of fresh cut grass in August. I don't know, that does that does something for me. So um, <laughs> I would say grass, man. I would yeah. say grass. Although the best turf that I've seen and as we've been on is down um, unfortunately, is down in the Superdome. You could sleep on that stuff. I mean it's it's that solid. You could sleep on that turf down there um in New Orleans. But yeah, I would I would go grass. Man, I I mean for me, I don't know. I don't really have much of an answer because that's tough for me to say. I mean, obviously, gr- growing up, growing up playing ball, pretty much for your like you said, your pee wee middle school days for the most part, it was grass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most most high schools was grass. I mean, at my at my school we. Natural grass. We practiced on grass, played in grass. Um, now, was it always kept up the best? <sighs> you know. Yeah. That's the thing. That's the thing. And and I think that's why eventually you start seeing kind of, if they could, schools will try to go into going into the turf because you said that the cost effectiveness of it and everything like that, that's – not much you have to do really to keep up with it, you know, and everything like that. And, you know, for, you know, for a minute, that was like the trend, man. It was like, man, if you ain't got a turf field, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You ain't, you ain't, you ain't, you know what I'm saying? You're not on it. You know, there's a, there's a plethora of schools now that have it out, you know, back home out in Memphis, man. My, my school is still playing on, on natural grass, man, but they, 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 they taking much better care of it now. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I played a couple games on turf before, I mean, it was okay, you know what I mean? But, you know, it is what it is. And, you know, my only thing is, I guess, the next question to be posed is just, like, those those teams who have, like, that's enclosed or a dome. So, you know, we're talking about about Atlanta, New Orleans, Indianapolis, um, Arizona, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Minnesota, like – how does that work for them if they like if they were to mandate it and say, hey, or vote on it and be like, hey, you know what, 2027, we're going, everybody's got to go to natural grass. Like, I just kind of wonder how would that work maybe inside. I, I feel like the inside stadiums, if you got turf, if, if you're a dome, you got the retractable roof, whatever, you got to in. If you got the turf, it is what it is. To me, I think all the outside stadiums should have grass. Like okay. right now, right now, I, the Titans are in, you know until they make the new stadium here. They they at Nissan. They're using turf. I feel like they need grass. I think they should do grass. Nissan is like turf. It's turf. I thought really? it was grass too. I thought it was grass too. I looked it up. I looked it up, and I thought it was grass too. But they wow. say it's turf. It looks real good because I thought it was grass. Hmm. I thought that now, was. Now, I thought it was grass too. Yeah, that's okay. 
So uh, uh, unless I looked at something wrong, I thought it was grass too. But I feel like all the outside stadiums should do grass. If you and and granted, will it suck if it's like if it's snowing or if it rains? <laughs> and it it is, but it's football, man. It is That's what it is. Part of football, man. <laughs> you know, it is sure what it is. Bowl, so the rain don't. You know, you gotta see the, those good grass fields, man. Had that crown. Yeah, I don't know if people know about the crown. So football field is flat, right? It, quote unquote, it's flat. Okay, but if you had that crown, so football field does like this. Yeah. So sideline to sideline, it's not this big, but it just has a little little dip in it. So now that rain and everything just rolls off. It rolls yep. off to the sidelines. So you got that crown, you good. You know what I'm saying? You got to have a good. See, my high school, they 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 took care of us. They took care of yeah. us. They they turf yeah. now too. Their turf, they just became turf maybe, my brother's in high school, so maybe four years ago, five years ago, okay. that's when they started, they went to the turf. But, yeah, if you had that crown on there, you had to worry about not a snow, hey, yeah, it's going to stick regardless. It, it so, is what it is. Buffalo, it is. New York. It is what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Cleveland, yeah it is what it is, man. Chicago. It is Right, King, KC. Yeah, yeah. It, is, it is what it is. Denver, Beautiful. it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> it is what it is, man, for sure. But, I mean, that's... Yeah, that's that's the hottest topic right now. Just just because, man, it seems like most most of the guys in the league where they're getting hurt is these turf fields, man. And this, and in a lot of times, you know, kind of back then, it was kind of like when a guy got hurt, it was for the most part, it was like contact. It was like okay, maybe a guy hit them there, you know, you, you know, like you know the Tom Brady injury, the Carson Parsons, Carson Palmer injury. It's like oh, somebody rolled up on me. Now yeah. you got guys. It's just like it's just they make a turn. They like you said, they make a cut, and it's just kind of like you know what I'm saying. They just they just stop it, man. And it's just kind of like I think that's a, that's the that's the scary slash sad part about it. It's just kind of like the injuries that's happened now. Is just. 85, 90% of the time is, is non-contact. Like, nobody yeah. touched them. And it's just like, mm-hmm. they just out there playing ball, making a football move, and just boom. Like, uh, there's a meniscus tear. There's ACL. There's there's this. And it's just, I don't know, man. It's 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 tough to see. So, you know, I, I wonder if that'll be something brought up here for real as a, a real topic when they come to these off-season meetings and everything like that, whether they, you know, the talk about getting, especially when you got a, no disrespect to, like, you know, Nick Bosa and everybody else beforehand, but especially a player as much of a caliber as Aaron Rodgers is, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Regardless of the age, it's just the fact that it's just like, you know, you will, you don't want to see him go out like mm-hmm. that, man. It's just four snaps, didn't even get a get the complete pass, didn't get, you know what I'm saying? None of that. It's just like, the the long video the long stuff as far as a highlight you got is him coming out of out of the tunnel yeah. <laughs> with the American flag, bro. Like that's that's, it. that's all you got. You know what I'm saying? That's that's tough. So I don't know, but but you know, it's it's be interesting to see, man, what, what they do with it and everything like that. So so get ready to go into week two. Well, week two is starting tonight. We got yeah. you know Philly, Philly and the Eagles, man. One of the, I mean Philly and the Vikings. You know, one of two of the you know top. I guess you can say top returning teams in the in the NFC mm-hmm. um, and everything like that, man. But you know, week week two going into it, and you know, stuff that happens in week one, you know, sometimes 
fans from from every team, whether they win or lose, they they can somewhat overreact and they feel like you know, well, improve on this, improve on that. Well, that was good. Keep doing that, or you know, or something happens to where like, oh, panic, panic. You know, it's just kind of like yeah. whatever. But I, I don't think there's no need to in week one. Now after week two. Maybe I can see it, and you know, for some yeah. teams, you know, it's just kind of like you kind of need that, right? So, man, we we gonna get into the pickums that we got on tap here for uh, week two. So we tried to do it where there's a there's an AFC matchup, an NFC matchup, and an interconference matchup to try to find and see, and everything like that. That way, we kind of not necessarily talking about the same seven teams every week <laughs> or whatever, yeah. man. You know, because you know they. People tend to do that, and I'm like, hey, man, it's 32 teams in the league. Granted, there, there may be some teams that's not going to get talked about, and it is what it is, but, yeah. you know, whatever, man. But uh, first game on tap, we got the Baltimore Ravens going out to Cincinnati to take on the Bengals. Um, I think these are, you know, the top two teams that's going to be fighting for the division crown in the AFC North, so this is a big one. Um, the Ravens already got a dub last week, so they want to know the Bengals looked terrible in Cleveland. So they're 0-1. So they're already 0-1 in the 0-1 overall and now 0-1 in the division. Yep. They they probably can't afford to lose this one here <laughs> because going 0-2 plus being 0-2 in the division can be tr- can be troublesome. I'll I'll be Cincinnati did start 0-2 last season, but they 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 ride at the ship and ended up winning the division again. So, I mean, not all is lost, but you but it's it's harder to climb out of that hole at 0-2 than it is at one and one. Mm-hmm. Um, man, who who you got? Who you got for that one? Man, I, I gotta believe that Cincinnati is going to play better than what they did. Last Sunday, I got to believe that Joe Burrow is going to play better than what they did last Sunday. I didn't saw that the Ravens won. I didn't check out that game. Cincinnati is favored by three points. Um, even looking the way they look, they're still favored by three points. And I think, I think that Cincinnati is still going to win this division. But if they're going to win this division, they got to win on Sunday. I don't I I don't know if they can go down 0-2 in the division this early. I think I'm, that that could end up serving as a, a bad omen. So I'm gonna go with Cincinnati reluctantly. I think it's gonna be a close game. I think it's gonna be a good game. I think that Joe Burrow is gonna bounce back and play better. I think that he'll be able to find Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. I think he better get the ball to his weapons. They'll make some plays. Um, I think defensively they'll be able to get some stops. I really, I'm really, really excited to see Lamar and how this offense grows with Odell and Zay Flowers and and all those receivers. Um, but I'm, I'm gonna go with Cincinnati in a close one. I think they're my pick to win the AFC North. I think they have to win this one. Going down 0-2, like you said, might might be a death sentence um, as far as the division race goes. Uh, yeah, I'm um. I was I've been back and forth on this one the whole time because honestly they they so they're so evenly matched, bro. It's just it's it's hard to decide, honestly, for real. But I 
I can't see Cleveland, not Cleveland, I'm sorry. I can't see Cincinnati repeating the same performance they had last week. I mean, obviously you can tell, which granted, I don't I don't like using this statement no more anyway because it, it really doesn't matter. But you can tell that like Joey B with that calf injury that he sustained that first week of like training camp, him missing that time and not being out there, to, that made a like a complete difference. Seriously, and I know that's cliche to say because there's some guys who did play the whole training camp in preseason and they still went to bed week one. Kenny Pickett. Um, so, I mean, I think, I think that more, might have something more to do with Matt Canada, but I think we can get into that, that subject in a, at another time. Listen, my, listen, my, my listen. Our offensive coordinator, he's a Steelers <laughs> guy, offensive coordinator and running backs, tight ends coach. And, they are both. Neither one of them are happy, but I will see. Go South check if you watch this. I'm signing y'all, baby. And he is not happy with Matt Canada at all. <laughs> Listen, like you said, that that's another story. That's for, for another day, boy. Because I watched it, and I and I thought I thought I figured San Francisco would win. Yeah, but I didn't yeah, think yeah, yeah. I didn't think it was gonna be like that. Nah. No but, doubt. you know, hey, neither here nor there. But, I like, I'm with you. I think it's going to be close. Um, but I, I think the fact that them being at home, first mm-hmm. home game of the year, I think Cincinnati will, will turn it back up. There, there's no way that T. Higgins is going to go another week like that with no catches. No. At all. You know, there's no. there's there's – there's not gonna be a there. I don't think there'll be another game this year where he had he's not involved. Where there's they're not evenly dis- distributing the ball out to the playmakers and everything like that. I, I don't mm-hmm. think they'll have another week like that. And I think they'll end up. Um, I think they end up pulling off the dub, man, and get getting some one and one. Baltimore was a little lackadaisical for the first half last week against Houston. I caught a little bit of it, but I mean, like okay. week one, I tried not to. I try not to judge no one too hard off of week one, man, because you just you just never know. Mm. You know, for some people, for some people, that's for real, like their first real action because they're not playing that much in the preseason anymore anyway. So that's why I'm like the whole the whole like getting the reps in the preseason and all that stuff like that to a certain extent to me, it's it's starting to become a myth. I don't think, you know, Unless you maybe got like a rookie that's supposed to be coming to start or second year player or something like that, first time starter. Maybe you get them obviously the reps, you know, that they need to a certain extent. But to me, that that ain't even bothering me no more that somebody's not playing in the preseason. And then if they have a bad performance week one, it's like, well, see, if they would have played in the pre. To me, that don't to me, that don't even matter no more, man. But, you know. That boy, the the the, the man Joey B got he got come with it, man. Highest paid player, biggest biggest contract and everything like that. So he he got to show up, and I think he will. So um, they'll 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 get the dub. I'm right there, which I'm going with the Bengals. I'm going with the Bengals too. Uh, next game on tap out in the West Coast, we got the we just mentioned the San Francisco 49ers um, going down to LA and to into SoFi. Stadium and I'm um, gonna play uh, the Los Angeles Rams, uh, who got that surprising dub against Seattle. Uh, so both teams coming in one and zero, and I think it's just crazy just because the Rams did that, Stafford did that with 
it, it wasn't, you know, there's no Cooper Cup. There's no, yeah. there wasn't no Van Jefferson, I don't think. Yeah, this, we got guys, I, don't even, I ain't even going to try to pronounce their names, who they was. Yeah. But he, he had guys out there, you know, that you, you wasn't, even, wasn't even thinking of, man, and they, they handled their business, man. So, but hard, hard team that they going up against, man, San Francisco. Uh, I'm going with the 49ers. Um, I just think, you know, they're, they're just a better team, man. Yeah. Uh, Brock Purdy don't look like he lost a, you know lost any strength in his arm, man. Christian McCaffrey was crazy, dude. Brandon Ayuk was working. He worked. He worked them DBs last week, bro. Like specifically Pat P, and he was out there. He talked a little cash to the, the few days before that, man. So yeah. But yeah, I, I'm I'm going with the 49ers, man. I, I I think it's gonna be a solid game just because obviously as a divisional opponent, you just never know what might happen. But I, I think um the for and that dude, that defense is tough. And and the fact that you, they did all that, bro, and Bosa was was basically kind of holding out pretty much until he got paid, and it's just like yeah, it's it, I'm. I'm taking the 49ers, too. I think that the Rams, they're going to have a, t- a chip on their shoulder because they the, the 49ers have an eight-game win streak over the Rams right now. Man. I, 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 just in the regular season. You don't in count the regular that, season, that, the yeah, NFC Championship the, game. The NFC Championship game, eight straight wins against the Rams in the regular season. So I think they're going to have a chip on their uh, – I think the Rams are going to play with a chip on their shoulder. I think not having Cooper Cup, like I said, I don't think Van Jefferson played at all either. I think not having those two guys is going to be too much to overcome with a fully loaded San Francisco squad offensively with some of the guys. You didn't even mention Debo Samuel. (laughs) So, like, this, I think it's going to be too much. Um, That defense, I, I get it. It was... Against the Steelers, we mentioned Matt Canada already, the kind of the struggles that they had offensively in Pittsburgh. But San Francisco, like, I know it's, it's, it's week two. To me, it's, if I had to pick right now, it's a collision course between San Francisco and Philadelphia in the NFC Championship again. To me, in the way San Francisco looked last week, um, against the Steelers, I mean, they're they're going to be tough to beat every week, Thursday night, Monday night, Saturday night, Sunday night, doesn't matter. They're going to be tough to beat. Like, that defense travels, and that run game travels. So I'm going for San Francisco. Uh, they're favored by six and a half. I think it will be closer than that. I think it's going to be closer than that. I can see it being a, a three-point game, something somewhere in there. So I'm going to go San Francisco. I think I just – Division, divisional game or not, I, I think they're, I think they're too much. I think they're too much right now. I like that one. And then uh, final game on tap, man. I believe is this is this the Sunday night game, right? Is this Sunday night? Jets and Cowboys. Nah. I believe Mm-mm. no. It's Four, not Sunday 425. night. Four twenty five. Oh, so it's a, it's, it's uh, afternoon CBS. game. Probably, probably be Dolphins. Probably be, Dolphins. Patriots. It's Dolphins, a Sunday Patriots, night game. Sunday night. Okay. Yep. So. This will this will probably be on nationally for most people to see, just because yeah. you know 
which before it was going to be obviously <laughs> Aaron Rodgers and going down against Dallas and, you know, the matchups he's had as a Packer. But obviously there's no Aaron Rodgers now. It's going to be Zach Wilson and Dak Prescott. And, you know, both teams coming off of wins at MetLife Stadium. Obviously the Cowboys mm-hmm. just drummed. New York, the Giants, 40 to nothing. Um, that, and that was mainly just defense and special teams. I mean, the offense mm-hmm. didn't even have to do much. And um, the Jets, it seemed like, man, after when Rodgers went down, it seemed like, man, that energy, that that, that injury sucked the life out of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they, they hung around and hung around, albeit thanks to Josh Allen a little bit. Uh, yeah. But they, they hung around and hung around, and they got it going, and – and then ended up with that walk-off uh, punt return touchdown in overtime to come back and beat the Bills, yeah. man. So, you know, both 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 teams obviously are feeling good, you know, off their week one performances. The fact that the Jets can, got themselves together, composed themselves, and obviously the Cowboys just dominating pretty much from start to finish. Mm-hmm. Um, man, who, who you got in this one? I'm going to take the Cowboys. I'm going to take the Cowboys for – the simple fact I, I like Dak Prescott versus Zach Wilson in that matchup. I'll take Dak Prescott. The Cowboys are favored by nine points. I still think that's too much because, granted, I get the quarterback is Zach Wilson, but he still has those weapons. He still has that run game, and that defense is still there. <laughs> For the Jets, and I and Josh Allen threw three picks, but it went. I mean, they went and got them three picks. It wasn't. Yeah. Just, I mean, that that defense went and got them. Whitehead had he had them, like he went and got them. So that defense is still there, and like you said, it against the Giants, it was mainly special teams and defense. I mean, you're talking about New York drives the ball down the field. Field goal, block, scoop, and score a touchdown. And from that point, I mean, it was it was basically a wrap after that. It was basically a wrap. You know, that defense pinned their ears back and was able to go get go get to Daniel Jones. Now I think they'll have the same success getting to Zach Wilson. That that O line in, in New York for the Jets still has some work to do. But that defense in in for the Jets is formidable. They're still there. They still got all their pieces. I think they're going to cause havoc as well. I can see this being a low-scoring game. I can see this being a low-scoring game. I don't see this being a blowout. Like I said, I think nine points is too much. And because of the defense, it would not surprise me if the Jets found a way to pull this thing off. But I'm going to go with the Cowboys. As much as that, kind of, that just hurt my chest a little bit. <laughs> but I'm going to go with the Cowboys. Man, listen. Part of me wants to say the Jets, and that's not even just – that ain't even me just, you know, trying to, like, clown the Cowboys or anything like that. It's kind of more so, like, here recently they just tend to do stuff like that. Like, yeah, I, I came out I, a few – a few last week I, I, I came out with a spreadsheet with, you know, just my record predictions of what I had teams going. I had Dallas going 10 and 7, but I still had them making the playoffs cuz I just feel like they're still one of the better teams in the NFC. Mm-hmm. And I had a I had a I had a guy who is a Cowboys fan. I know he's a Cowboys fan cuz he made a comment about it and he was just like 
But look at who they've added on defense and what they got and everything they you know everything like that. And you think that they'll drop they'll drop back two two games? They've been going. They went twelve and five the last two seasons. And I was like, I can see them going twelve and five again. But I said. There's always something. They always seem like they have a game or two to where like they should probably beat this team, and they either they just they lose it last second, or they just look so bad and lethargic. They just do that after like putting on like after putting on the performance like they did Sunday night. It wouldn't be surprising if they did something so stupid and not do what they supposed to do, and the yeah. Jets end up beating them just because that seems like that's just. That's just the Cowboys' mo. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. However, I am gonna pick Dallas too, just because naturally they should get it done. I'm with you. That spread is that is very high, and I think that's just that might be just Vegas saying just because of Zach Wilson playing. I, I think that's yeah. the only thing I can I think, think exactly of. What it is, yeah. But in all honesty, he didn't look that bad. <laughs> Monday night, he didn't like look that said, bad. The, I mean, the emotions like the. I mean, the energy was sucked out of the out of the stadium. It was oh, it was gone. Come back, like it was gone. So you doing you dealing with that? It's the first home game. Everybody's expecting Aaron Rodgers to be playing. It's not a third. And now you're Zach Wilson. You got you're thrown into the fire, coming off of like okay, this guy's supposed to be playing and he's not. Now it's on me. We're going through what I went through last year, like. All that stuff has got to be – you're just trying not to mess it up. Like, yeah. You're just trying not to mess it up. Pe- people are saying that, you know, maybe they should make a trade with somebody. Maybe they should sign one of these free agents yeah. off the street. And it's just so, like – I think if he I've been here the whole time through camp. To, yeah, like maybe if he has a chance to kind of – now, like you got a full week, you know you're the starter, you can kind of woosah, get it together, and play ball. Like I said, he just – you don't have to go out there and be Houdini. Go out there, manage the game, complete the football, take care of the ball. You'll be all right because they have enough playmakers out there to play with the Cowboys. You can't just go out there and turn the ball over. You can't right. do that. So I think he'll. I think I'd imagine he'll he'll play better and he'll get better throughout the season. But that defense is going once again. That defense is going to carry them throughout the year. Yeah, I, they'll keep it close. It honestly. It may come down to a play on defense or special teams again. It might yeah. come down to it for sure. But I think maybe in the end, I, and hopefully we'll see maybe more offensively for Dallas too because obviously now this is going to – Mike McCarthy is calling the plays now. Mm. So, you know, we'll we'll see if he's actually progressed with his offense or if it's still – the way it was back when he was calling plays we'll see but um i I think in the end dallas should hold up and get it but i like you said i wouldn't be surprised if they just did Mm -hmm. some just some type of dallas cowboys stuff and the jets end up winning (laughs) and so you know i don't know I don't know, man, but it, I mean, it's I mean, it's a, it's a lot of good games on tap, man. This this week too, you know, interesting to see teams is gonna try to go to two and zero, or mm-hmm. teams is want to go to one and one. We'll we'll see, man. Very interesting to see, but that's what's going on over there in the league. Uh, we'll shift gears and head over uh, to the college ranks, and um, a lot of news, a lot of headlines that's going on out there, man. On the field, off the field, 
It's um it's it's crazy, man. And obviously, uh the 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 biggest thing that's going on right now off the field, um, is what's going on up there in East Lansing in Michigan State with with head coach Mel Tucker. Um, obviously, we know if if you don't know now, you know the the, the situation that's on hand is uh pretty much with him and uh let me make sure I get her name correct, Miss Brenda Tracy, um, who was. Supposedly, they were to come together and collab on what was supposed to be, you know, making things, make awareness and light up to the situation of, you know, uh, sexual harassment, sexual assault, things of that nature. You know, everything that's pretty much there in the whole nine yards with the Title IX thing. And now we're hearing that pretty much like, you know, there were some sexual advances and mm-hmm. everything like that. And it's just. I, I don't I don't know, man. It's just crazy because this this team is two years removed from being in the New Year's Six Bowl. Like they were two years removed from in, in the New Year's Six Bowl. I think they were the, if I'm not mistaken, they were the last Big Ten team to beat Michigan. I don't think Michigan has lost a Big Ten game since that. If might I'm not mistaken, either. I think you know. I think that's the <laughs> yeah. last team that might have beaten Michigan. Correct me if I'm wrong on that. I'm not sure, but um. I mean, literally, they they were they were two years removed from being in the was, was it the Cotton Bowl or was it was yep. it the Cotton Bowl? Two years removed in the Cotton Bowl, New Year's Six Bowl, playing against Pittsburgh, and they had a they had an off year last season, and we had it was the, a peach, had bowl. Inst- peach Bowl. It was it was a Peach Bowl. Yeah. That's yeah. that's right. I I remember the fight now. I remember the fight. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> from the fans. I remember the fight now. And speaking of fight, then you talk about you know the the incident where they happened you know in the in the in the tunnel with Michigan last season yeah, and yeah, yeah. you know it was like oh so y'all fighting in the tunnel but can't fight on the field all right all right um but uh I mean it's just a it's a it's a weird situation well I don't want to say weird but it's a crazy situation that's going on up there just because mm-hmm. I mean obviously everything is still ongoing there's an investigation there's been I don't know what's clear about it. I don't know because there's one thing saying that he's been fired. There's one thing saying that he's just suspended. I, yeah. You know, and saying that this was part of it was consensual, but this shouldn't. Yeah. It, it's it's a whole it's a whole lot of gray and not enough black and white for me mm-hmm. at the moment, bro. And I mean, you you know, we've we've um. We've seen these situations and, you know, known like situations, not necessarily with the title of, you know, people like this, but just in general to where, you know, there's been, you know, we've always talked about, you know, what what to do and what not to do in these situations and, and everything like that, man. What in totality, what can what can both men and women take from this is, you know, it seems like that this. This is like a resurfacing thing that's been going on here constantly the past, gosh, at least two to three years at different places, whether it's NFL, college, you know, it doesn't really matter. But what what do we need to take into this for this, man? I think the biggest thing and one thing that I was told when I first started coaching is to be careful mixing Business with pleasure. Yeah. I think that's really what to. I didn't see this, but apparently Miss Tracy was an actual victim of sexual assault, sexual yeah, harassment. Yeah, I saw that too. Um, as well. So 
it's it's just like a, just my thing is it don't put yourself in this situation to 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 have something like this like surface like just don't put yourself in that situation don't miss business with pleasure like it's I I don't you know I don't know I don't, I don't know how else to to put it how else to say it like and I get it people are grown you do what you do and there are a lot of people and there are a lot of coaches um, men and women who have relationships with people on on the same staff or are in the building, you know, just in general, like they're on in the athletic building, whether it be front office, um, recruiting, whatever it is, they, it happens. It is what it is. And it works. And there's no issues. There's times where they, you know, you're dating and you break up and it's all good. Yep. No yep. issues. But you don't hear about those because there's no issues. You hear about these. And so it's just like, you got to just, just don't miss business with pleasure, man. I don't know the, I don't know the ins and outs of it. Like you said, that, that's all great. At first, I heard he was fired. I'm going to look it up. Someone texted me saying he was fired. I'm going to look it up. And he says he's suspended. So, like, is he suspended? Is he fired? Waiting to figure out details to then make a decision. Like, what's going on? So, I don't know. Like you said, you got two years. This thing was playing in the New Year's Six Bowl. And you're talking about, like you said, find out from in Michigan. Yeah, coaches basically out indefinitely. We just say we'll we'll put it like that. He's out indefinitely while all this stuff is going on. And the big thing I say, last thing I'll say is a lot of times, man, like in situations like these, you as a man, you gotta. You just gotta be smarter. I'm trying to make pick my words right. Like you just gotta be smarter, and you gotta know, man. Like a lot of times, though, like, your word is not gonna be heard. A lot of times, like just like your know, word is not gonna be heard. A lot of times, and so you gotta be smart in who you're interacting with, what you're doing with certain people. But just don't really at the end of it all. Just don't, man. Like, just don't. Yeah. I, I hate to see it, though. I mean, I hate to see it. I think you're a good coach, but, I mean, he, I mean you put same. yourself in this situation. Like, you same. put yourself in this situation, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah. just don't. I mean, you know, I, I feel like we beat a dead horse with it, but it's just like, no, seriously, like, two years removed from a New Year's Six Bowl, got a got a big hefty extension like it, it was it, it seemed like it's like the locker room and everything yeah like, like it, it, it seemed like everything was like you know trending up for them man mm-hmm. and you know they seemed like they were gonna be trying to be like that next team to try to be in the conversation when it comes to the big 10 because you know it's mm-hmm. it, right now is is you know it's michigan ohio state and you throw penn state in there occasionally and it's just like Wisconsin every now and again, but it's just like everybody else is like, eh, well, they, they have a year or two and then they go right back off. So it's just kind of like yeah, they were trying to obviously get to the point where they can be in that consistent conversation. <clears throat> but, yeah, it's, it's it's tough to say, man. Like like I said, kind of it's it's a, it's a sticky situation overall. It's a sad situation yeah. just because, you know, I'm, he like you said, he is a good coach. I think he's a good coach. It's just – 
man, you know, in the end, you 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 got to use it up here, man. You know, whatever it is, it is going on, you got to you know, got to remember who you are. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I know I know people don't really care, try to care for the titles and and everything like that, but. Man, you're a head coach of a you know a prominent D one program, man. You just can't have, you know, you you can't have because you gotta you you you're watching out for the stuff that's going on with your program with the players to make sure they're not doing anything like this. But I mean, you gotta make sure that you set an example. You know what I'm saying yourself, man. Watch yourself so, too, man. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, it's just, uh, you know, obviously we'll we'll, we'll keep looking into that and as that time goes along and we continue to get more information to see what they what they go from here with that man but that's what's going on off the field and then on the field the the big talk that's talking about right now the the past couple of weeks is just um i guess how poorly the sec has been in some of these non-conference games i mean mm-hmm. obviously we know what happened that that opening week uh for lsu um pretty much getting getting blown out by florida state um, and then this past Saturday, we you know we saw Alabama fall to Texas, um, and everything like that. And you know, it's just, it's, I mean, it's, it's other teams that are struggling too. But you know, it it seems like you know, obviously, which rightfully so, because you know they've been the the conference in itself tries to you know put themselves here above everybody else that. Obviously, it's kind of like when when anybody from the conference falls, it's, it's going to get talked about a lot just because, you know, how, how much of a pedestal they try to put themselves up, man. But I I feel like we have this conversation every other year. But I feel like this I feel like this is the first time where I'm like, all right, this might be for real a thing like. Has some of these other conferences, have they for real caught up? with the SEC just because of everything that you factor in with, with the transfer portal, with the NIL, mm-hmm. with just the way stuff is just the landscape of college football now. Can you really say now this is just not – this ain't just like when we say Texas is back, you know, like and just saying it. Like is this really like when you say, okay, I think some of these conferences for real, like in totality has caught up with the SEC. I don't, I don't think so. I think a lot of the better teams in a conference and those conferences are starting to get a little better. And also, too, because South Carolina lost to North Carolina as well. So South Carolina lost to right, North Carolina. Right, right. Forgot about that one. Yeah. LSU lost to Florida State and Alabama lost to Texas. Let's just throw it out here. Okay, I'm just going to throw this out here. Those three teams were all ranked. Those three teams are all teams in their respective conference who were probably picked to win their conference as well. So they're not playing chopped liver. Florida State is a squad that I look I'm looking at this season to make a run. Yeah. Not just to win the ACC, but potentially make a run to make to it get playoff. in the playoff. Yep. All right. Texas, yeah, not so much for me. All right. North Carolina is not a bad squad as well. So especially like those are tough. I know I know that Texas wasn't a week one matchup for Alabama, but like Florida State and North Carolina, those are tough week one matchups. Mm-hmm. And 
I didn't see too many other schools in certain conferences playing some of the top teams in the country like the SEC did to start the year. So do I think that teams are getting better? Yes. But do I think in totality that conferences are catching up to the SEC? No, because some of the conferences are still playing max schools in this week three. Some conferences are still playing Mountain West schools in this week three. While the SEC is jumping in the conference play. So you can miss me with all that. That's how I feel about that. So, no. So, no. Do they do the SEC? Is it? Are we accustomed to seeing three games like that where three SEC schools lose those games? No, we are not used to seeing that. We're not. And I, that's, we are not used to seeing that. All right. Especially the way LSU looked, the way they finished the year, the way they looked. And in Alabama, I mean, they just, they need, they need a cue. They need a cue. But they lost. So, but you just, we're not used to seeing that, but let's, let's, can we look into the, the competition that was played? Cause it was some pretty good competition. All right. And I've been hard on Texas. I'm still going to be hard on Texas. All right. But they play some good teams, man. These, these are not, they ain't playing children of the poor. All right. Big 10. Just we talking. Yeah, for sure. Pack 12. For sure. So I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there. So. Nah, man, I, 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 I agree. I just think it's just more. It's kind of one of those things where it's just like they got some ammunition to be like, "Oh, well, you lost to them," and it's just kind of like, "Oh, okay." My my retort to that is in January. We'll who gonna be there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who gonna you know what I'm saying who gonna be there? Because you know it's kind of like. Yeah, that's fine. It's like, yeah, that's fine. North Carolina might have, you know, whooped up on South Carolina. But they literally almost just lost to Appalachian State last week. It took two overtimes, you know. It's like, hey, well, you know, wait a minute, you know. It's like, <laughs> so, it's like wait, know. okay. You know, it's like, all right. You know, I think Florida State is a, is a, is a serious play. I think they're a serious play for, for, the, for sure – the conference and definitely like the playoff. I'm a, you not, but I I'm a little bit higher on Texas than you are, you know, because I I think they I think they they got the makings there, man. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to AD Mitchell, you know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing ain't nothing new. He's still catching balls on on, on Alabama. It don't matter what school he at. It don't matter. Yeah. I had to throw that in there. I had to throw that in there. You know, he don't play for y'all no more. Hey, shout out to AD Mitchell, man. But. It, the transport has something to do with it. You just missed it. Yeah, yeah. The I, 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 like literally, man, I was I was I was having a conversation with my family and, and, and that's that's what we that's what we were just sitting there talking about, man. We just feel like, you know, it's a it's kinda of like a new wave, right? What's going mm-hmm. on? It's kinda of like that's that's the trend, man. It's like if you if you kinda if you wanna be good, you, you gotta you gotta hit that portal, man. You gotta adjust. And if you don't Clemson. You might you might get left if you don't. You know what I'm saying? You don't wanna you don't wanna hit the portal like that. You don't feel like you know, you got your stance on how you feel with NIL and everything like that. Okay, you can do that. And while you doing that and you wanna be stuck in thinking this is still two thousand eight and everything like that, man, come twenty twenty eight, next thing you know, 
<laughs> you know, yeah. hey, you know, so you getting left behind. You, you getting left behind. You know what I'm saying? And now you trying to figure out what to do and everything like that. So, yeah, man, I, I don't know. That's just that's that's me personally. I I just like the fact that we're getting these matchups to where everybody's not necessarily playing. You know, yeah. cupcake after cupcake after cupcake. Because I'm not gonna lie, bro. The schedule this week is it's cupcake city. I mean, but well, that's the thing. Like you going into week, that's like you going into week three. You are going like the SEC is conference play now. It's conference play. I think Ohio State is playing Central Michigan, Ohio, West Kentucky. My bad. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, they that's playing, even worse. I hope they, they playing, drag them. But they regardless, playing, they playing. They playing. Um, they're playing. Yeah, Ohio State's playing WKU. Michigan is playing Bowling Green. Texas is playing Wyoming. Like Washington State is playing North Colorado. <laughs> like you see what I'm saying? I like I, I don't I know. Feel man, it. You I, know I, I I hear it, but like come on, like in Notre Dame. Notre Notre Dame is playing Central Michigan. That's who's playing Central Michigan. That's who it is. Okay, that's who. It yeah, is. but I feel I, the Texas. I'll leave Texas out of it because they just play. They just play. Right, 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 right. But like you got three, like Ohio State. Ain't played nobody yet. It's week three. This and this ain't just this year. This every year. I, Can I we saw please somebody, stop? I I saw somebody said, "Man, y'all need to cut it out." They play Indiana and FCS East. I said, "Oh my god, Michigan!" Michigan put like, and I put I put it in the sports goonies. You know, Rashawn and they're talking about Michigan. Hey man, they hold the first game. They holding up forwards for hardball, bro. It's a self-imposed four-game suspension, bro. And y'all don't play nobody in the first four games of the season. No Literally. way. He ain't missing nothing. He could have sat up in the stands and coached the games from up there. The, the first four opponents y'all played, and y'all Literally, been high. I'm telling you what. What, what we first, about? What first, first, first real game for them probably gonna come to October. Maybe I don't know, but right. And I don't know their schedule, man. I don't know who they play this week or next week, but. I, you said Bowling Green. I'm pretty sure next week they might play a Big Ten school, but it ain't nobody that we that we worry right. gonna beat them. Right. So you know. That's so the, they were gonna be all right regardless, man. They were gonna be all right regardless. Yeah. So you know, it, it's all good. You know, like I said, it's not we're not used to seeing the SEC lose those marquee matchups. As many of those marquee matchups, especially early in the year, is unchartered. You don't see it a lot, so that's why everybody's like, "Oh, the SEC is slipping." Chill, right? As he got back to back national, back to back national title holders. Unfortunately, it's Georgia, but it's back to back. Yeah, so pumpy breaks, man. Calm down, take a chill pill. Yeah. So I mean, like I mentioned, bro. I mean, this week for the schedule wise, man, it's it's Cupcake City. I don't know. Is it possible that somebody could be on upset alert? I'm a. I'm I'm a I'm a. I, yes. Short answer is yes. The first one. All right, the first one. There's, I think there's some games to look out for, but the first one that I would say is down in Gainesville. Now, Florida did not look good going up to to um, Utah. It did not look good going up to Utah at all. Utah with a backup quarterback. Put the put put a, a beating on Florida. 
All right. And then they pick up the win last weekend. All right. Pick up the last uh, B and McNeese State. All right. But they get Tennessee coming to town. All right. Tennessee top 15 team. All right. Got this offense. They're 2 0 right now. It's been forever since Tennessee has beaten Florida down there in Gainesville. And that team, that school, does they just don't lose to Tennessee down there. And so I think that Florida is going to be hype. I think they're going to be ready to play. I think that they understand the importance of this game, especially to get their season at least going in the same in the in the right direction in the direction that they wanted to go. So I think that Tennessee they're only favored by six points, and I think part of it has to deal with it being in Florida. I think if this game is in Neyland, I think this game is in Knoxville, it's a blowout. But with it being in Gainesville, I think that this could be a little shaky. All right, I think it could be a little shaky, and I think I think Tennessee will win, but I would not like. Florida's going – I think Florida's going to hang around. Florida hangs around, it could get ugly. All right, and then the other game – all right, the other game, I think that the spread is a lot. I think that the spread is a lot. All right, I think part of it, I'm being a little bit of a homer. I think the spread is a whole, whole, whole lot. That South Carolina-Georgia game, all right, I'm not necessarily putting Georgia on upset alert, but 27 and a half points is a lot. All right. And Spencer Rattler has been playing well. Georgia's had their kind of lows on offense a little bit, starting out starting uh, out in games. All right. That's a primetime 330 SEC like CBS. You know, you know what that is. Yeah. So it's going to be, it's going to be live and rocking down there in Sanford Stadium. All right. But I think that if Georgia has those same lows on offense, especially early, the way Spencer Rattler has been playing to start the year. They lost that game to 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 North Carolina. I think Spencer Rattler had like seven incompletions or something like that. Like, he got sacked nine times, but he had like seven incompletions. So it, the boy played well, and then he played well last night. They, I mean, last week they played Furman, but he played well uh, last week too. So um, I don't know if Georgia, Tennessee, I think, if I had to pick one, I would say upset alert. I don't think Georgia is on upset alert, but I definitely think that spread is a bit much. That is a lot. Um, if this was last year's squad, I could be like, maybe. But, you know. They drug the, him last year. The, 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 the jury is still out on Carson Beck, which I, I said when I looked at the schedule, I said this is going to be the game to me that a to either can show that it's a possible chance for a three-peat or mm-hmm. somebody else is winning it. Because even if they even if they win, but it's a, it's a struggle, I think that sets a blueprint. And then at that point, mm-hmm. it's just kind of like, all right, if somebody catch them on the right day or when they go up to Neyland in, in November, and mm-hmm. we, you just never know. But I, I, I feel you on that one. Uh one that I looked at, it's a, it's an early morning start, man, 11 or noon, depending on where you at. Um, is Kansas State going to Columbia to play Missouri? Okay. Um, I looked at that one. I, you know, 
Kansas State is, a, I mean, well, you know, nobody talks about them like that, but that's technically that is the defending Big 12 champions here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody talks about Texas and, mm-hmm. and you know, maybe can Oklahoma be in the running? I mean, you know, there was a little bit of murmurs or TCU or whatever, but this is the defending Big 12 champions right here, Kansas State. You know what I'm saying? So, got to, you know, deal with that. And then, you know, I mean, Missouri uh, had a close but a hard-fought win last week against MTSU. So, uh, the fact that it's there, you know, at home in Columbia, who knows how that crowd might be, man. It's, I mean, it's, it's a former Big 12 opponent. So, you know, there's some type of rivalry there. The spread is only four. Kansas State is only favored by four. So, that let you know. What, what what Vegas thinks of it, I think you know that that could be one. Um, my only other one probably would be North Carolina playing Minnesota. That's, um, that's, a, that's a tricky one. Yeah, that's a, that's a tricky game. That's a tricky game for North Carolina. Just because we've seen we've seen basically we've seen two different. North Carolina teams. I mean, we saw one that pretty much took care of business against South Carolina, did what they supposed to do. But like I mentioned before, just last week, had to go double overtime at Appalachian State. Granted, that's a team who's known for pulling off upsets. So that it happens. It is what it is. But So it's kind of like what team are we going to see, you know, with North Carolina more so. And then, of course, you know, Minnesota is just – they they just sneaky like that, you know. You know, you know. I don't I don't know what it is about them, but they just sneaky like that, man. So that that that's what I got there. Other than that, I mean, it's it's it's, it's cupcake city, man. Like I I had to kind of dig a little bit just for us to find the pickums because I was just like, yeah, it was rough. It's rough, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm like, it's rough. Like literally, first game we got on tap here, I had to I had like when I said I had to go in there, I had to go in there, man. Uh. I think it's, this is a sneaky game, too, right here, man. BYU at Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the teams met up last year uh, out there in Provost. I know Arkansas came out with the dub, man. Um, so now, the, you know, the home and home here, now they're here in Fayetteville. Uh, I think that one is a – I think that's a primetime game, too, if I'm not mistaken. I think it's 6.30, 7.30, depending on where you're at. I think that's a night game. Um, so the fact that BYU is traveling – out all those all of those miles. Let me confirm that just to make sure. Yeah, it is. It's a night game. So it'll be it'll be seven thirty, six thirty, depending mm-hmm. on where you at. So coming out all there, man, Arkansas is favored by pretty much a touchdown and a two point conversion. So favored by eight. Um obviously, you know, KJ Jefferson is is, you know, one of the better quarterbacks in the league in in the, in the SEC yeah. there as far as you know that conference and um Albeit, you know, BYU is having a new quarterback. There's no Jaron Hall there. It's just that's a that's a sneaky team too as well. So, um, what you what you think? What you think? Who you got in that one? I'm gonna take Arkansas at home. I think KJ Jefferson and that run game get it done. Um, I think that environment is going to be is going to be crazy. Uh, probably one of the best environments that BYU is going is going to play in um, all year. <laughs> So I'm gonna go with Arkansas. I'm gonna keep it short and simple. I like KJ Jefferson that run game versus BYU. I think they take care of business and go two and two and zero um, versus the Cougars. Yeah, same for me, man. I, I think it's gonna be close. It's gonna be hard fall. I don't think they that they run away with it, but um, I think mm-hmm. Arkansas gets it done. Especially since last week they kind of struggled a bit with Kent State 
after you know after putting it on Western Carolina the week before, they kind of struggled a little bit with Kent State. But if I'm not mistaken, I don't think Rocky Sanders played last week, so that might have had something mm-hmm. to do with it. Um, so if he if he's back with with KJ there and and, and how they run that ball, man, I, I think you know. Now, granted, later on in their schedule, they got a tough meet of their schedule, but I think Arkansas has a chance to pull off eight, maybe nine wins. I think they rebound. I think they rebound from last year. Last year, they kind of had a lot of hype around them, and you know, injuries happened and everything like that, and they split it to six and six. I think they rebound this year um, and end up maybe getting you know eight, nine wins, you know, and everything like that. So, um, I think it's going to be a good year for Arkansas, and they'll they'll return back and pretty good. So, I'm I'm going with the Razorbacks as well. Um, okay. Next game on tap, probably the the uh, right now probably the surprise team of the year um, is you know out there in Boulder, man, the Colorado Buffaloes. Yeah. Um, I'm not gonna lie. When I first looked at the schedule, I said at best six and six because they may could get a couple of wins that you know no one would see coming. Um, but I didn't think we would we'll be a, a a potential Colorado State victory away from where it's a three and Colorado and a three and Oregon and they got Oregon and USC here the next couple of weeks and everything like that. So I, I didn't see that. So I mean, you know, that's that. But you know, once again, I don't know. It seems like every week this is a thing now, man. Somebody is coming up with bulletin board material. To just give Colorado, man. So Colorado State head coach Jay Norville, um, just on on the on the little show, the coach show, man, just talking and everything, and said this right here, this little insert, and I quote: "When I talk to grownups, I take my hat and glasses off. That's what my mother taught me. In other words, just throwing, I ain't gonna say a little shade, throwing a lot of shade." At Coach Deion Sanders, man, just because of you know that's that's just what he do, you know he 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 does have his hat on, the shades on, everything like that. But that man, that's just Coach Prime, that's just swag. But he don't have it on all the time because he didn't have it on the press, the uh, post game press conference after the TCU game, and that's on video. So you know if you want to go there, but you know I'm just like, all right, you want to give them bulletin board material like that? I mean the they favor by three scores, <laughs> and 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 that's what you want to do. You want to do that. So, night game, if I'm not mistaken, as well down there in Boulder, it's gonna be a night game. So that that crowd gonna be rocking. ESPN nationally televised. <sighs> Bruh. how how I, what's how many points? Colorado winning, but I ain't gotta ask you who winning. Just how many points? A they lot, winning, bro. bro. A lot, a lot. Will you? Whatever you think, a lot is a lot. I don't. I like. I get it, cause, cause, cause what he, what, what, what Coach Norvell said. Is it truly that bad? No, it's not. Did it need to be said? No, it didn't. But you did, and they took it that bad, and now it's a big deal. 
to where it's all over the place on ESPN and people are watching the reaction and then now they had to, you know, they, the, you know, coach, his, his reaction is all over Instagram and Twitter and stuff like that. Just stop talking. Just like leave, like really what it comes, like leave the man and his program alone. The, 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 the part I will get with, like you said, they're going to beat him. I have, we can, we can table that. It's a dub. The product, like, he said it before. They don't talk about nobody else. No one else, like, they are not, they, he ain't talking bad about Jay Novell, which first, I'm, I'm, I was thinking of somebody else. I haven't heard Novell, and I'm thinking this, uh, what's my man? He was coaching for the uh for the Chargers. I'm like, well, well I'm, I'm all over. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't think his name right now, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can think his first name because he was coaching for the Chargers back when right. he was in uh, San Diego. But regardless, he ain't talking. He didn't say nothing about Colorado State. Talking about the coach, all the stuff with Matt. I didn't know Matt Rule had said anything about Deion Sanders until after the game. Where everybody was like, Matt Rule disrespected Deion Sanders. Like, just. Leave the man in this program alone, man. You say that about the man. You said it about, yeah, my mom told me to take my hat off and, and, and glasses off and shades off when I'm talking to adults. I'm not going to look. And this song, it's, I can't remember if it's Instagram or Twitter, but they got picture after picture of this man sitting in press conferences with his hat on. Mm. So what we, so it's like, come on, man. Like, what are we doing? Just play the game. Just play the game. Leave them dudes alone because they're going to take anything that you say. They're taking it. I like that. They're going to take it personal. And it is what it is. So when you show up and you get your mouth beat in by 40, I think last year they just lost to Sacramento State. Shout out Asher O'Hara, former quarterback in TSU. They just lost to Sacramento State. I think it was last year. Like, and I say lost, like they lost. Not close. They lost. And you got all this type of publicity. But just stop talking about the man in this program. Like, talk about the keys to the game, what you need to do to win. Leave him out of it. Because Shadur is going to throw for 700 yards now. (laughs) But I do agree. They are the surprise team in college ball. They do need to handle their business and win on Saturday. Because that matchup with Oregon next week that should be game day yeah and then if they figure out a way to beat be oregon oh they might have back-to-back yeah yeah they they, 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 they going they going down to usc for you, yeah yeah, yeah. For, US, for sure being border for usc but yeah man just leave leave them alone man i get it it's hot right now though whatever but like just stop just stop don't give them don't give them People, people right now are, you know, you got some people that don't like Coach Prime. They don't like, you know, all the all the extra attention that they're getting. Well, if people would stop talking about them, if people would stop talking about them, you wouldn't hear it that much. They yeah. just win or lose, and you hear about them when they win or lose. But everybody yeah. got something to say about them. So here we go. Get ready. And he going, oh, he ain't, he going to say something. Yeah, he ain't gonna hold back either, bro. He ain't gonna hold <laughs> he back. He's gonna say something. He ain't so gonna hold yeah, back. I think I think they drill Colorado State on Saturday. Yeah, like not even close. Yeah. Colorado by four, by five touchdowns, probably, bro. <laughs> Next, 
right, look, last, last, for real. I don't, I ain't got much to say myself, bro. But last, last game on tap, probably the biggest game of the week, just because of the the history of of this rivalry. Obviously, um, number 11, 11th ranked Tennessee heading down to Gainesville to play Florida, which you mentioned earlier. It's been a long time since they beaten Florida in Gainesville. 2003 2003 that's a long that's a long time so you know they 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 got over the first hump which was just beating florida that that they had that had been a while too that had been a while too um so they got over their hump last year um but now you know see if they can do this one they hadn't beaten florida down in gainesville since 2003 um, obviously, you know, no one has that much hype or, you know, stock into Florida this year. You know, they, they think it might be a rebuild for them. Um, but Vegas must know something we don't, man. The spread is only six. It's only six, it's, it's only six. So that I think that kind of they may be factoring in just that it's been a long time since, you know, they won down there and Let's just be real. For about a quarter and a half, they struggled a bit against Austin P. Man, they yep. struggled again. They struggled just a little bit, but um, in the end, though, game time, prime time in the swamp. Who you got? It's gonna cause some 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 ruffles in the in the sports goonie. I'm, I'm gonna take Tennessee. I think Tennessee. Finds a way to win in Gainesville for the first time since 03. I was six years old. <laughs> I think they figure it out. I think that that offense, I think they figure out a way. It's gonna be close. I don't I don't I don't know if I see a blowout. I don't know if I see a blowout down there because of their environment. I don't know if I see a blowout. But I think that Tennessee goes down there and I think they get it done. They find a way to get it done. And finally beat Florida in Gainesville. So I'm I'm a roll with I'm a roll with Tennessee. Yeah, I think they do. I think they do just enough mm-hmm. to 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 get by. I think it's going to be close. Kind of maybe similar a little bit to last year's game, and you know it it may have some may not be as explosive, but it has some explosive plays every now and again, um, and and everything like that. So, but I think in the end. I think Tennessee pulls it out. I think they do just enough to to get by and and, and pull out. Uh, really, uh, I know even though that they're favorite and they're the ranked team, it's a much needed dub that the program kind of needs just to say, kind of like similar to Michigan, just to be like you know how they finally got over the hump to beat Ohio State in general. And then it was like, okay, can we beat them in Columbus? I already beat them in Columbus. Okay, this is legit now. Like now we can say this is back to being like a legit rivalry and not just because of the names, because now we can prove it in the in the in the in the games here in game history to be like, all right, well we beat you up there, we beat you there, we beat you there, you know, whatever. So I think Tennessee does just enough um to to get it done, man. Dang, I think we agreed on all the picks again. <laughs> I think we did, man. Yeah. So somebody's losing. <laughs> yeah. Somebody, we're going to be wrong on one of them. Somebody's it, losing. It is what it is. Yeah, it to be is honest, what to it be is. Honest, I had to pick between the Tennessee Florida game if both of them could lose. 
I'd be fine with that. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> for sure. I'd be fine with that. But yeah, something. Yeah, maybe. Sure. I mean, maybe we can go if if they all win, kind of NFL and, and college. It might be the first time we we picked all the same teams and we go a hundred percent. Yeah, we might have a shot. Yeah, we, like, we do, we do. I think, I think we, I think we pick some good ones to where we ain't have to worry about that. Maybe, hopefully, you know, we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see, man. But man, once again, it's been another great episode, man. We will get ready to wrap it up here. Um, you got any words? Any shout outs to the people that you want to give? Yeah, appreciate everybody for tuning in in advance of this episode. Like I said, I know we've been we've been gone for a while, but we're back at it. So. Um, we'll get back to this thing, dropping and dropping these episodes. Um, excited for the season. I mean, it, it's the fall, man. It's football. So we got football all the way up through, through February. So we're going to be here covering it all, watching it all. Continue to just like, subscribe. I know it's still in some of your thunder and everything, but just continue to support us on while we're going through this. Speak to your loved ones, man. Like, speak to your loved ones. Hit your loved ones up. Call them. Text them. Like, it doesn't take a lot to do that. Um, my condolences, brother, uh, to you. I know you what you've been going through um, over the last couple of days and everything. Like, real talk, like, reach out to your loved ones because you, you just, you never know. You never know, man. And you don't want it to, you don't want that day to come or that time yeah. to come. And you left something. You left something on the table that needed to be said. So, um Always, always, man, just um, continue to stay safe, continue to protect yourself mentally, physically, um, all those things, and uh, be ready for another episode. Uh, yeah, same here for me, man. I ain't got much else to say. Uh, yeah, we just, yeah, for sure, man. Uh, for sure, check in, call your loved ones, man. Tell them that you love them, man. Continue to like and support the podcast. Uh, we appreciate it. Um, man, uh, love black women, cherish black women, protect black women. No means no. No means no. I don't even have anything else to say behind it. Just at this point. If you know, you know. I mean, that, that's that's really about all you can put on there for it, man. But, man, y'all continue to, yeah, just enjoy yourselves this weekend, man. So, uh, just just uh, watch watch a lot of good ball, man. Should be mm-hmm. should be an interesting time, man. You know, continue to support us on the social media. We we love it. Um, shout out to shout out to everybody back home, man. I'll, I'll see y'all again next week and everything like that. So, you know check in with y'all and stuff man but man really until the next time we do this next episode man this has been another uh another edition of the easy money sports podcast peace